morning. Today's scripture is from Psalm 139, verses 1 through 18. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and acquainted with all my ways and lay your hand upon me. Wonderful for me, it is high, I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say surely, the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. Thank you for allowing me to be with you this morning. It's, it's, it's a privilege for me to be here. And um, I've been at La Habra for uh, 16 years, actually. And um, it's been wonderful to see how our churches have grown in relationship as, as Pastor Jason and Pastor Jeff are uh, in relationship that our churches have grown in relationship over the years. And, you know, Two weeks ago, it culminated in our youth sharing a summer camp. So it's, it's wonderful for me to be here. Thank you um, for the, the honor it is for me to come and share with you. Would you pray with me? Lord God, we thank you that we can gather, that we can come, be in your presence, have your spirit work in us, among us, and through us. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and open this word to us this morning, that it wouldn't be my words, but it would be your conviction coming, and that each of us in our minds and our hearts would be, would be compelled to respond to you. And we pray in the name of, of Jesus, amen. This morning, I invite you to spend a few moments together in a portion of Psalm 39, which you've just heard. And it's a portion in which David is pondering the relationship that he has with his God. Um, but before we do that, I want to tell you a little bit about my family. And to do that, I'm going to uh, describe what happened in my family a week ago Friday, so about nine days ago. So my family really enjoys musical theater. 
So this is what happened uh, last Friday. My youngest daughter, Courtney, who just graduated from high school, um, is in a production of Newsies this summer, and it's a two-cast production. So she was at the church watching her friends in the other cast of Newsies. My older daughter, Ashley, who's a senior in college, was in San Francisco with some of her friends at the Orpheum Theater watching um, a production of Town. And on that same night, my wife and I were in Irvine at the Sagerstrom coming, uh, seeing Come From Away, which is a musical about the events in Gander, Newfoundland after the attacks of 9-11. So I guess it's accurate to say that my family loves um, musical theater, not just that we enjoy it, but we, we actually love it. So um, this is another thing that happened. A couple years ago, right before our world shut down, uh, Courtney and I had a, a special evening out together. Oftentimes, shows will lottery off um, special tickets, which just means cheap tickets. Um, so I entered the lottery, and um, we won tickets to go see Frozen the Musical at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood. So off we went. And uh, I'm sure most of you are really familiar with the story of Frozen, thanks to Disney and that insanely successful uh, movie. But it's the story of two sisters, Elsa and Anna, who have lost their parents at a young age. And the story is, is about how they have to grow up and become Queen Elsa and Princess Anna of Arendelle. And there is a famous song that Elsa sings, Let It Go. Has anybody heard that song? Yeah, thought so. Throughout the song, Elsa sings this line, let it go, let it go, can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go, turn away and slam the door. Have you ever stopped to wonder what Elsa is letting go of? Well, in the, in the stage production, there's, there's a couple extra songs that Elsa sings, and it gives us a deeper glimpse into her struggle. And what you realize, what comes out clearly, is that she's letting go of the expectations that have been placed on her life. She's letting go of the expectation of her parents who who always saw her as this wonderfully benevolent queen that she would one day be. She's also letting go of the expectations that Arendelle has for her. And she's letting go of the person that she has been forced to be, the girl that she has forced herself to be. She has this mantra throughout her life, and she, she repeats it to herself. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal. Don't feel. Don't let them know. You see, up to this point in her life, as she comes to her coronation day, Elsa's life has been a lie, hidden away from her sister, hidden away from the people of Arendelle. And I'm wondering how many of you, how many of us feel that way in life, that we just can't be ourselves. Maybe, maybe it's the job you're in. You just have to hold a part of you in to be successful in what you're doing. Maybe there, ex- there are expectations that people have placed on you. And you, you just have to be somebody that you're not to meet those expectations. Or maybe you are your own worst enemy. You have expectations of how your life should be, of what a happy, successful life looks like. So 
You struggle to be someone that you are not to meet those expectations. Some of us, some of you, have been trying to be someone different most of, if not all, your life. Deep down, I think we all ask this question, but deep down, we wonder, who, who am I? Really, who, who am I? But don't we all long to be free, to be who we are created to be, to be free of expectations, to be, uh, in all aspects of our lives, the person that God created us to be? As the psalmist ponders his relationship with God in this psalm, he gives us insight, I believe, into who we truly are. So follow along. I'm, uh, you're going to hear this psalm a few times this morning, but these are the first six verses, this time from the NIV. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit, when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. You know, what rings out loud and true in these six verses is that God knows us. God knows you intimately. Each of these lines conveys a layer of God's knowledge of you. God is like a protective guardian, tracking your every move, even to the mundane when you sit down, when you get up. God studies you, and, and, and uh, when you think you're alone, God is watching you. He dissects your inner world, discerning what makes you tick and why you do what you do. And he has penetrated past that best foot that we try to put forward. He has such a grasp of you that he knows exactly what you'll say and what you'll do even before you do. God knows your heart. He knows your fears, your thoughts, your motives, your dreams, and your frustrations. God knows your past. God knows your present. And God knows your future. And he understands you. He notices what's going on around you, to you, inside of you. You know, God gets you. God gets you even better than you understand yourself. God knows you, and that's a wonderful truth. To be known at the very core of who we are, and to be known by our God, that's something special. But being known to that extent, to be, to be known inside and out, can be a little unnerving. It can, be, it can be frightening at times. After her coronation, Queen Elsa, uh, her ice powers come out in a fit of frustration, and instantly she's frightened. Arendelle now knows her for who she is. Her sister Anna, who, who Elsa once hurt with her powers, now knows why they've been kept apart for all these years. Elsa's long-hidden secret is exposed in a flash. It's out in the open, and she's scared. So she runs away, and then we get the famous song, Let It Go. But the psalmist knows, uh, he knows that God as well knows all about him. And the psalmist is tempted to run too. He writes, God's knowledge is too wonderful, too lofty for me to attain. You know, it's as, it's as if he's saying, it's too much. I can't handle that God knows me this well. 
So he writes, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. You know, the psalmist quickly realizes the uselessness of running from God, the futility of trying to hide from God. Nowhere, there's nowhere to go to be away from God. Nowhere to hide from God. He realizes that God is always with him. And we realize that God is always with us. The imagery in this psalm is striking. If we could go to the highest heights, climb the highest mountain, or dive down to the deepest depths, God is there. If we could travel with the swiftness of the morning light from the furthest east to the furthest west, we could not outrun the presence of God. Even on the remotest shore on the vast sea, God is there. And not even in the darkest darkness of night can we hide from God. There's nowhere that God is not. Wherever you go, wherever we go, God is there. God is with us. God is always with us. God is always with you. And the psalmist continues to reflect on his relationship with God. And he shows that God knows us, that God is with us. And he also shows that God made us, that God made you. Starting in verse 13, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And these verses paint this image of a, of a skilled artisan carefully crafting piece after delicate piece and placing them together right where they belong to create a body that's full of form and function and beauty. The psalm tells us that God was there when your life began, creating every cell in your body. God knit those cells together uh, to work together in your body, to self-regulate, to repair themselves, and to learn and grow and adapt. God created each one of us, each one of our complex, amazing, wonderful bodies. And God didn't create us and then just walk away. No, he knows the entirety of life. God has seen each and every day of your life. God has thought about you from every detail of your creation and development to every detail of every single day. And even all that is yet to happen. So, you know, we can have confidence when we feel like life is full of surprises and, and life is out of control because nothing is a surprise to God. God has it under control. God created us. God thinks about us. And God is with us all of our days. 
As he reflects on God, the psalmist shows that God knows us, that God is with us, and that God made us. God knows you. God is with you. God made you. So how do these truths help us, these these truths about God help us understand the question which you're wondering, how does he get this title of who am I? (laughs) um, How does it help us answer that question, who am I? Well, let me ask you this. When you think of somebody who knows you well, somebody who's with you a lot or all the time, and somebody who made you, who do you think of? We often think of parents, right? That's who knows us. That's who's with us. That's who made us. And the good news, the good news in Scripture is that God is our parent. God is our heavenly Father. God, the same God who is the creator of everything, is our wonderful, everlasting, good, and loving Father. And because God... Our Heavenly Father loved us and loved His creation so much, He sent Jesus. Jesus who embodied the fullness of deity, who walked with His creation, who taught, who healed, and who ultimately died on the cross for us so that we would know God and that ultimately we would have eternal life with God our Father. And the scriptures tell us that through Jesus, we become children of God. So listen to these uh, scriptures, what the Apostle John writes. He writes, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And later in another letter, he writes, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. And then Paul writes, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Who am I? Who are you? You are a child of God. You are sons and daughters of God. God who is love. You know, the image we should have of God as we read, as we read the psalm is, is as a good, good father. A father who, in verse 5, lays his hand of blessing on us. And in verse 10, guides and securely holds us with his right hand of strength. You know, when we know that we are God's children, we don't need to try to be anything else. We can let go of the expectations that we place on ourselves. We can let go of the image that someone else has for us. We can let go of being the perfect person we're trying to be. We can live lives of complete rest in God. We can live lives of total trust and surrender to this wonderful God. We can live lives of peace, knowing that our God knows all the days set before us. God made you. God knows you. God is always with you. You are a child of God. My hope is that this morning you will allow that truth, that you are a child of God, to sink deep into who you are. Whether it's 
the first time you're hearing this or whether you've believed it for a long time, my prayer is that it would really speak to your soul this morning to allow that truth that you are a precious child of God to fill, even overfill, overflow your soul this morning. My hope is that you'll be able to rest in God, to find peace in God, to live in complete, total surrender to God, the God whose hand of guidance and blessing is on you. As I close, you know, the, the, these psalms were written uh, as prayers. These psalms are written for us to, to listen to, to have the words wash over us. So I'm going to read this psalm one more time this morning and I want to just invite you to, to sit and listen. Um, if, you've, if you feel so inclined to close your eyes and just let these words kind of wash over you. And this is, a, this is a different version again this morning. So listen to these words of the psalmist. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when, and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You're, you place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I, if I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the furthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body you knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Lord God, we are so thankful that when we wake up, you are still with us that you never leave us, that you know us, that you made us. You made these complex bodies and you know us so well. Thank you that you call us your children. And I know it's, sometimes it's hard for us to, to rest in the fact that you are our father. 
You are a perfect Father. You are a good, good Father. Perfect in your love, in your justice, in your uh, mercy for us. Help us to rest in, in you. Help us to rest just to simply lay in your lap as your children. Spirit, speak that truth to us this morning. We pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Amen.